Hello and welcome to Foundation Nation. I'm your host, Matthew Cote, high school educated, master of nothing, and gifted with the knowledge of, well, a lot. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about the ups and the downs, the ins and the outs, the crumbles and the cracks. And yes, I'm talking about your home's foundation. But we're also going to be talking about foundations of life. So join us here on this beautiful downtown Burien, Washington, as we explore with our guests, foundations of your home and the foundations of life. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to go on an adventure. All right. Uh, today I'm speaking with Marlisa. Uh, thank you for taking the time to join us, Marlisa. I'm very grateful you could be here. So today we're talking about some interesting concrete experiences. And of course, at the end, we're going to hear about Marlisa's most precious foundation of life. So how are you today? Good. I'm good. Thank and you. How, how's your how's your week? How's your how's your year been so far? Oh gosh, um, I, I'm shocked that we're already going into March. Um, I haven't even taken down my Christmas ornaments yet. You <laughs> <laughs> a day late and a wow. dollar short. So I can bring the kids by tonight. You could. I um I actually like Christmas lights. They they bring a, a p- bit of joy to my life. Well, if you, you you keep them long enough, then you don't have to put them back up. I guess. I know, right? Christmas lights. Now they have <laughs> they have LED now, so you don't even notice a power bill fluctuation. Right. Right. And I do have the LED ones. So what do you got planned for the summer? Um, I'm not that far ahead yet. I'm um, looking to go someplace like Mexico. Mexico. To get my teeth done. Teeth done. Mexico. Yeah. That's, that sounds kind of scary. Where, who'd you, who told you about that? Um, there's a place called La, Los Algodones. I think it's Los Algodones Does that translate Mexico. into run for your life? No, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure not. I don't speak it's down Spanish. down by Yuma, Arizona, down you, below oh, okay. Yuma, and and they they actually call it Medical Mexico. There's Me- so oh, wow. many there's so many doctors and dentists there because people go there to get a lot of uh, dental work done and a lot of cosmetic stuff done. And I've been researching how to research Medical that. Mexico. Medical Mexico is what wow. they call it. That sounds that sounds super super interesting. So what is it? So if I'm walking there or driving there, what does it look like? I've not been there. You, you haven't had one tooth done? I have not. I have two failed root canals. Two, oh, really? Yep. I just had to deal with that. And so here it's going to cost me like, if I even went to University of Washington, it'll cost me $12,000 for three implants. <clears throat> I can have three implants done in, um, in Mexico for less than five. And they'll Start hold to finish. They'll, hold, they'll do the same. Um, yeah, actually, I, I went to a clinic and they told me that the posts that are used, um, to hold the implant, that that's actually a really, really costly piece. They sell them to Mexico a lot cheaper, and it's the same product. That's frustrating. <laughs> that's the next way of putting it. Yes, it is frustrating, <laughs> for sure. So, uh, you know, the a couple of things that I was going to bring up about you, you know, uh, I asked you, Earlier in the week, we asked, you know, what is your biggest accomplishments in life? And you said graduating from college. Uh, that's amazing. It was so much work. I, I, I'm surprised so many people do it. it wh- what, do you, what do you mean? What was your experience like? It was a lot of work. What do you mean a lot of work? Like you got to wake up early, a lot of work? <laughs> you got to wake up early. You got to be studying. You got to still pay, figure out how to pay your bills on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, homework. Mm-hmm. My, the library closed where I went to college. They closed at 10 o'clock at night. On the weeknights, I wasn't done with my homework by then, so half the times I'd have to go. The only place open would be a bar, oh. <laughs> so I'd go and do my 
This is sounding <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'd wind up um, finishing up my homework. I'd go into the library until they closed, and then my only option Let's was go to the bar. Go to the bar. <laughs> That's right. The only option in all of the world is to go to a bar. Oh, for homework, yeah. For homework. <laughs> and were you, what, how, what, what kind of, were you able to get it done? Absolutely. Okay, well, that's, that's more impressive than going to the bar, honestly, right. you know. So if you're able to go to the bar and still get shit done at I a did. young age, that's yeah. self-control. Uh, let me preface that. I was actually an older student. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I, I went to college after high school, and then I didn't um, go back again until I was like 26. That's still a baby. Well, it is now, but yeah, that's a baby time back, back then. Right, I couldn't have done that. Oh no, I would have. I would have set my homework down and forgot where it was. Oh, I I, I made sure I went to a quiet bar that had you know you sat at a table with sure. benches, right? And, yeah, and I could sprawl my stuff out like on an, the table, like a like a uh, yeah, like an Irish pub. Could do it at an Irish pub, but this place they didn't uh, typically have music, and I usually keep earplugs in my purse so that if there's somebody wanted to play the jukebox do you remember that irish have you been to birian uh, i have been do you to remember that, that irish pub I that do. used to be down here i do remember I, that what, what was the name of it i forget oh uh, d- oh um, duels it's all they're all old duels old, old patties or, or m- m- mix something mickey's mickey i pretty much <laughs> said all the irish pubs there are names so it's one of those three that place was awesome on uh which patty's day is coming up here pretty quick are it you is. gonna Get yourself some green wine or... I'm not Irish. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Another reason to get drunk and then it's okay. <laughs> right. So, okay. So, I, you know, one of the... Something that's very impressive to me that you've done in, in recently, actually, is you ran for Washington State uh, Representative Legislative District 33. I did. And a couple of things that you focused on was tax relief and education education choice i think it, mm-hmm. i wrote education but i think it wasn't a choice of education education choice yes well tell me something uh, I, i'd like to hear a little bit more about i mean what how did that make you feel like was that a, was, what, what was that experience like it was a lot of work and it was a lot discouraging i met a lot of really amazing amazingly wonderful people and i met a lot of not so wonderful people mm-hmm and I saw clear, clearly the division between the right, people who lean right and people who lean left. And boy, some of the, um, some of the stuff there is really ugly. You know, I, I, I keep hearing, I don't really follow the political world too much. I mean, I do follow, you know, you're kind of the local news and stuff like that, but the political kind of, I guess, rhythm or, you know, the, the lower levels of it or whatever, but I have been hearing a lot of talk about a lot of um, division that's of like never before. And I just wonder if that's, is that just the type of people that are joining, you know, that are there, is it just the workforce? Is it just a different kind of people getting into the workforce? It really doesn't have anything to do with much more than that. If I say too much more, I might sound rather conspiratorial. Conspiratorial. Yes. I think I have a sound for that. <laughs> Bring me your conspiracy <laughs> theories, woman. <laughs> well, you know. I, I want to, okay, you, you just you just hit a hot, hot button for me. I want to hear a conspiracy theory that you have, a theory. Well, I, I, I don't, actually I said conspiratorial. I didn't say anything about theory. 
I ah. tend to be a conspiracy realist. Okay. And so I do a lot of research. Again, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so I, I do a lot of research. I listen to alternative practitioners. I have been engaged in holistic therapies and holistic modalities for probably all of my adult life. And so I know there's more than one side to a lot of stories. For example, I will tell you this. Hydroxychloroquine, which is one of the, it's good for, it's good for COVID, it's bad for COVID, it's good, it's bad, it's, you know, well, what is it? Um, there, there are a lot of doctors who believe that hydroxychloroquine is a good remedy, not a preventive, but a remedy for COVID. So, and hydroxychloroquine is an anti-malarial. And it's also... Does that mean it's, again, it's, it's, not, it's not for malaria? It is for malaria. It is for it. That's, that was one of the treatments for malaria, yes. Oh, okay. So hydroxychloroquine is a synthetic form of quinine. Quinine. And quinine is the Wait, bitters. hold on. Did they mine that on um, Avatar? I can't tell you that. Okay, all right. Um, quinine um, is the bitter taste that you find in tonic water. So you could drink a lot of gin and tonics. Okay. And, you know, and be COVID-free. Um, I'm just kidding about that, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> I will write that down. But there's a, an herb called cinchona bark. Cinchona, like bark on a tree? Yeah, like bark on a tree. It's a cinchona, cinchona tree. And um, cinchona bark is where quinine, from where quinine is derived. Hmm. Did you hear that nurseries? Start selling quinchona trees. Cinchona. Cin oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a Cin complicated word. Well, you know, but here's the thing. If people want to try holistic remedies and stuff and mm -hmm. keep stuff on hand, I mm -hmm. would tell everybody, go out and get yourself some cinchona bark. You can buy it encapsulated. You can buy it in, in a bark form and grind it in a coffee grinder and fill gel caps yourself. Wow. You can buy a tincture. You can, can you buy just get extract. a piece of bark and just gnaw on it? Just have it in your it pocket? It's a very specific type of bark. Oh, okay. And probably gnawing on it wouldn't be the greatest idea. Okay. I'm you, thinking like, you know, in, in different countries, they have like, uh, they chew on tobacco leaves. And right. You know, or they chew on... Coca leaves. Coca leaves and stuff mm -hmm. while they're working and stuff. Right. And they're all high out of their minds. Sometimes. I'm just start passing out, you know, bark pockets of... Here's some... Yeah, no. Some, no. Yeah, not okay. that. That wouldn't work. But, but so, so when people say, well, this doesn't work, it's like, well, who's telling you it doesn't work? Sure. The people who have stand to make money for having it not work mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are the people who are telling you that. So, you know, my, my idea is always follow, follow the money. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the, 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 some, some, somewhere I read the biggest infection of humanity is money. That's pretty deep. And that's probably pretty true, mm -hmm. too. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the, the cause of all diseases. <laughs> greed yep yeah i it mean definitely be in there to be able to have a you know the the pill there was a movie i don't know if you've seen it i can't remember the name of it but there was a pill and there a movie and in this movie it had this pill this one pill that you took and it basically what they said was currently we only use i don't know 10 percent of our brain or some small amount mm -hmm. of our brain right. and by taking this pill you use like a massive amount it used like half of your brain Right, and it, it it was just an incredible movie, and the the lady was in it. She she became like telepathic, and she, she could control dust or something, and it was just it was just you know it took it took it took her to the next level, you know, and so you ha you know you see stuff like that, and you know people are thinking that 
there's that magic pill out there. Well, a lot of people do think that there's a magic pill out there for everything. My mother was one of those people. Mm -hmm. And um, when she got sick and, and she was began to fail and she had cancer and then she had cancer and then she had radiation and then she died. Right. And she didn't die from the cancer. She died from radiation poisoning. Oh. Of course, she's a, actually a cancer statistic because they put down kind of like they put COVID deaths on everything. Mm -hmm. Well, they're not gonna put down on a death certificate that they killed her. Of course not. From their treatments. Well, no. Yeah. But they did, I monitored her pretty closely. Yeah, that's sad, that's it, sad. It is, but um, she wanted to take a pill. I said, you know, you, you gotta change your diet. Right. And she wouldn't change her diet. She lived off of ice cream. What? <laughs> she lived off ice cream. You know how some, some people go into the store to buy a six pack of beer? Yeah. She would go and buy a six pack of half gallons of ice cream. Man, I got issues. They, they, that's how they come in from, um, from the manufacturer. Mm -hmm. They come in six packs. S six gallons? Six half gallons, you know, the half gallon oh, size. Oh, okay, yeah. And there's six of them, like a six pack of beer. And so, she, so she was going, what, was she going to the factory or something? She was, no, she was going to the local grocery store. And getting it was a six pack. called Knob Hill. And, Knob Hill. And she would get it, yeah, they'd let her walk in the, in the back room into the walk-in freezer and pick her six pack. Wow. And um, it was like, I, who does that? Yeah. My mother. Yeah, your mother, <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad is actually a train. He smokes so much, it's just one after another. Oh, the smoke is still in the air from the last cigarette before he lights the next one, you know, so and, you know, I, I was reading, you know, the um, the addict, you know, sugar, you know, you have you have that you have this scale of what's a, what really is addictive to us. You know, we yeah. have that um, we have that uh, um, that gland in our heads that, you know, that the drips uh, an addictive drop into our system. Uh, I forget the name of it, but. Um, you basically, uh, God, what is the name of that drug that's in our brain that we naturally, it's, um, oh, I'll think of it, but basically, you know, sugar, you know, so the, so the top of the scale is like, is like sex. And then, and then below that is, is like meth. And then below that is like sugar. Right. And then below that is video games you know, or something like that. And they're wow. finding, yeah. And, it, and, and they're, they're finding that this, you know, this, this uh, this addictive this kind of this reaction that we have to these certain things and sugar's way up the scale. Sugar's I, I think I think I've read articles where sugar is above like cocaine in some in some instances. You know it has such a strong effect on people. I can believe it. That's why they um, put it in everything. Well, okay. So I want to hear a little bit about. So we kind of got off pace there, but right. you know you're running for you know representative of. A, uh, you know, to kind of try to base, I mean, the idea is to help when people do that, it's because you have an overwhelming need to help the community. That was kind of my adage. And, and I ran because uh, it started actually uh, out of anger, it, yeah. anger and frustration. Yeah. Um, I felt that I've never been represented, never been represented by, by my quote representatives. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I view them I mean, when I look at them, I think I see people trying to be leaders who are trying to lead us around literally by the nose and dictate to us rather than represent us and what we, our desires are and our needs are and our wants are. Mm -hmm. And for example, taxes was one of, was the biggest issue for me, property taxes. Mm -hmm. 
um, I live in a modest house mm -hmm. and my property taxes um, are more than what I bring in from Social Security. Right. And so it's, it's no wonder that, I mean, people say, oh, we got to do something about homelessness. Quit making it impossible for people to stay in their homes. You know, something that I've always, always wanted to know, and it's, it's, it's kind of a, um, was it, you're, you're a woman, a lady. Mm -hmm. Was it, did that, did that raise any challenges? Did you feel like, were people, were people, did they interact with you and like, and you're, because you're a girl? Kind of, I didn't get that. You didn't get that? That's good. I didn't. That's awesome. That's good, right? I think it's good. That's good. I mean, I mean, you're pretty intimidating. You know, you. Oh, thanks. You know how <laughs> some people, some people kind of they're they're in a room, mm -hmm. and then other people are kind of like going through the room. You know, they walk, they're forward walking. They're just they have a presence. You know, well, that's good. I mean, that's good to hear because you know I always. I always want the mo I want everybody to have, I really like the, e you know, be everybody to have an opportunity that's equal to everyone. So that's, that's good to hear. I mean, that's, I, I was thinking it was not going to be that answer. So, so where did you go? What, what did you travel around? Did you? Uh, well, I traveled around my district. I did yeah. some doorbelling and I put up a bunch of signs and yeah. did that sort of thing. It was, it was kind of discouraging. Um, I ran as a libertarian. Mm-hmm. And typically, um, Republicans don't win in our district, in my district, and typically Democrats do. And I, in good conscience, could not run as a Democrat uh -huh. uh, because I don't believe in abortion. Uh -huh. And um, I, I, I think that there is definitely... Um, I mean, it's, it's another human being. You're not giving them a voice. Everybody's talking about, we have to give, everybody has to have a voice. Right, right. But why are you denying this baby a voice? Mm-hmm. Just because you can talk louder and you can talk over it and talk for it? Yeah. That's, I'm sorry. No, it's... I'm not okay know, with that. It, I, I, when I was, a, when I was a kid, I stepped on an ant, <laughs> hurt my feelings, you know, had a small voice. You know, I mean, yeah, every, everything matters, you know, and I think it's really brave of you because you knew, you know, going into this, you're not a popular, you're, you're not the popular choice. Right. We live in a very, very um, high, very, very lefty. That must have been really scary for you. I mean. It was a little scary. I mean, it was definitely intimidating, especially when you're, you know, you get interviewed by different groups and they take what you say and twist it. Sure. And it's like, I didn't say that. Is that. Did you really experience that? Oh, yes, I did. There was some guy, um, he, he came, to, I was at a cult rally, and he said he was from, quote, alternative media. And he, um, I said, well, do you have a business card? What's the, you know, what media are you with? Oh, just alternative stuff. And no, I don't have any cards with me right mm -hmm. now. And mm -hmm. everybody else was doing, giving him the interview, so I did too. And then... I feel pretty passionately about the things that I feel passionately about. And one of those, anyhow, he was, he was talking to me about uh, social services. And he wanted to know, you know, he, uh, how I feel about free um, medical. And I told him that I had gone through DSHS when I had my first, my first son. I had just been gotten out of college. I didn't have a job yet. I was pregnant and um, I was gonna have a baby. So whether I had a doctor or not, that baby was going to be coming. Yep. So um, I went through DSHS, and I was very thankful for that. He says, oh, so you're in favor of um, free health care for everybody. I said, well, no. You're, oh, oh, it's okay for you, but it's not okay for anyone else. Well, the thing that he never gave me an opportunity to say 
was that it's not constitutional. Free health care, there's nothing in the state constitution or the federal constitution about providing that being a, a function of the government. Mm -hmm. would, I, would I love it for everybody to have free health care? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But do I think that's the place of the government? Constitutionally, it's not. And I think we've gotten so far off, a tr off track of what we should be doing. People go, oh, but it would hurt their feelings or, you know, oh, this or oh, that. And it's like, and no, it's, it's, you know, it, it's either in the Constitution or it's not. Right. And if that's what the job is. And the thing that just absolutely kills me is that all these people um, keep saying that they, they, they swear to uphold the Constitution, yet they don't. They get into the office, oh, well, first thing we want to do is take away your voice and we want to take away your guns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not okay with either one of those things. Right. So scream louder? Um, well, if you're conservative, you get quashed. Right. They shut you down. Right. And throw away the key. Right. And, and it, it's, it's, it's very frustrating. It's very, very difficult. And then, you know, when you talk to, I, there was a, I want to say a debate. It wasn't really a debate. It was kind of a question answer session. It was me, my running mate, and the and the, the two incumbents mm -hmm. who we were uh, trying to unseat. And um, the one who I was running against, Mia Gregerson, she said, when I mentioned something about the $27 billion in new taxes, and she says, oh, well, I guess we just weren't very clear about what the taxes were for. It's like, no, listen to the people. We don't want the taxes. Right. We don't care what they're for. Right. We, we're tired of working for you to take everything we got. Yeah, yep, yep. So, you know, there's got to be another way. There's got to be a better way. Just, you know, tax and spend, tax and spend, tax and spend does not cut it on any level for anything. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's basically why I ran was mostly that. But there were, you know, there's certainly a lot of other issues. School choice was one of them. Mm -hmm. The indoctrination that takes place in schools is horrible. Yeah. My wife needs, uh, needs a paycheck and an assistant. That's right. I mean, it's, it, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not teachers and it's hard. You know, I try to back her up and support her every way I can, you know, but it's hard. It's really hard right now, you know, for parents. Parents are not teachers, you know, they're, they're parents. It's a different, it's a different category. They're teaching different stuff. Yeah, we're teaching life. They're teaching, you know, math and English, you know. But I still, I still think that, you know, I, I don't, there's no, there's no way I could have done what you did. That's just, I mean, it's another, another reason why, you know, women are just awesome, honestly. <laughs> You know, it was intimidating. I, yeah, I will say there's that. Just, there's, just, there's just no way. There's too many unknowns. People, you know, I just, I'm proud of you. You're a champion of women. You know, you're kind of the CEO of women when you speak out like that. You know, having, having a, you know, the bravery and the, the, uh, just the gumption. I don't know what word it is to just, to just do it. Well, there will be a whole lot more um, women speaking out. I know you're really interested in holistic life. I am. This, this is, uh, uh, Holistic uh, uh, Life 101, uh, laughing is good. Laughing is good. Laughing is good. You agree with that? I totally agree with that. And uh, probably one of the next most important things um, is relationship with anybody and everybody. Your mm -hmm. family, mm -hmm. your, you know, your, your loved ones, your classmates, your whoever. Absolutely. Um, and your diet. 
your diet diet always let your diet diet be your medicine your first medicine mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. but most people don't one of the something that i realized recently is i have no idea how to cook and so during the last year i learned how to cook a few to three things actually and one thing that i learned how to cook was i finally learned you know how, I, I studied up on how to cook a a steak properly you know mm-hmm. i watched some uh or gordon ramsay has these online kind of live classes that he cooks with i don't know how many people are on it but you're basically live on there he can see you or whatever and he 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 sends out the recipes of what they get and then you and so i think the, the uh, a couple of weeks ago you came over and i cooked that steak that it was, was amazing it was. just literally you know uh, uh, a few tips here and there let it air breathe do this do that you know and it's salt and pepper and that's it. And it was, it was in, you know, and you go to these restaurants and, you know, they cook this, you know, Kobe steak from Japan that's, you know, all the cows' asses are massaged for months, you yep, know, and yep. they go into hot tubs and eat a steak that costs $400, you know, and <laughs> and they cook it and they bring it out and then they pour, you know, they rub the poor Bernay sauce all over it, you know, and just like, why did you do that? You know? It just just took simple. Away the taste of yeah, the meat. just just keep it simple. You know, you don't need to mix it up with stuff. So, I like simple. You know, I I like very it's very simple foods with salt and pepper. And my favorite thing to drink is you know water with lemon and ice. You know, and well, the coffee that would actually it's probably coffee and then lemon water. So and it, so what what attracted you to is it was it your upbringing of of holistic foods or? Um. No, actually. Um. It just always, I, I didn't understand, as a young adult, I didn't understand why there was, no, was, why there was not a cure for cancer. Uh-huh. And I got my degree in communications. I wanted to work in film video production. Mm-hmm. And while I was doing it, one of, one of the assignments we had ongoing was news notes. We always had to check the newspaper and, and review it. Well, unfortunately, my professor at the time was really into sports, and I was really not. Right. <laughs> so I should have just pacified him anyhow so I didn't get the A because well I just couldn't bring myself to even though I knew those were the questions he was going to ask I just mm-hmm. couldn't bring myself to read the sports pages oh geez so um, I, I found myself enjoying the health pages mm-hmm. a lot and um, I started buying books because I wanted to find out why why are we get why why are people getting sick why do we get sick how do we, how, why do some people get sick and others don't? Mm-hmm. I mean, just things that were crossing my mind. And it, it just seemed like there had to be another way than going to a doctor and taking a pill or being cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I found little, little things here and there. I'll tell you a really cute story, if I may. Um, my oldest son, he's now 34, I think. Um, when he was in fifth grade, he brought home some toads common American toads from Lost Lake up near Yelm and one morning they, they, they were I called them toadlings because I still had a tail on them oh, um, they, they were cute but they were dying because their fr- my son's friend bought them to feed his pet garden snake rough right he didn't realize that toads are poisonous they have poison glands in them and you probably don't want to feed that as a primary food to a, even a snake. 
Oh, interesting. So I... And you caught on to that. I rescued the snakes from them, and I went to the pet store, and I bought them some meal mealworm, mealworms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and said, I'll give you some mealworms for some toads. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and so I'm, I'm bartering with the fifth graders <laughs> and to save some toads. Yeah. And anyhow, um, about a year and a half later, I finally got it down how to raise a toad. I didn't have it down when I was a kid. My parents didn't help me with stuff like that. Usually you bring stuff home and if you can't figure out how to take care of them, they just die. Mm-hmm. I was on a mission. I was going to help my son succeed in this quest of um, rearing toads. So one morning I get up and there's a toad laid out. His legs, I call them his hoppers, were laid out behind him like he was paralyzed. He was just relaxing? No, he wasn't relaxing. He prob- possibly had... Don't laugh too hard. He possibly had tumors on his kidneys. I called an amphibian vet. Mm -hmm. And because some amphibians and and things like that are very pricey, especially if they come from another country. Mm -hmm. So I took, um, I called them and they said, well, a a vet visit was going to cost $40. And I knew my, um, my, the father of my children um, would have a fit if I told him I spent $40 taking a toad to the vet. <laughs> so, so I couldn't go there. Yeah. And I was working with a healer, an intuitive healer. And I mean, it, it, as a job oh, at okay. the time. Okay. And I ran the office and I was the office herbalist. And he said, I called him up and I said, um, hey, Stefan, do you have a, a take on this? I've got a sick toad here. He goes, yes, you do. He said, it's his kidneys. And I went, boom, tumors on the kidney. So I went to one of my books. This was pre-internet. I went to one of my favorite herb, herb book references. It's called Planetary Herbology. Planetary it's an older book. Herbology. It's a great book. Um, anyhow, it had a, a, tumor, a recipe for a tumor-reducing tea in it. And I had most of the herbs, the bulk herbs in, at my house already. Mm-hmm. So I pulled them together, and then I made what I believed to be a toad dosage versus the book gave you a human dosage right so i had to dilute it way down and and what i also learned was that toads don't drink they absorb from their skin this is amazing you should write a book on this i know right it, it would be about two pages <laughs> use pictures make it 10 well I, I could possibly do that anyhow um i soaked this toad in in that tea every day for a month every single day for a month Mm -hmm. and at the end of the month the and it was gradual but he got his hop his hopper started working again that's amazing i know right so i was telling the story to one of my past herb instructors and he said oh my gosh he said when i die if i come back as a toad i want to live at your house i'm coming to hang out (laughs) he said most people would have taken that toad and flushed it down the toilet yeah down the toilet now come on now just throw it out in the back. Well, whatever. Yeah. But but no, I that was a big coup. That's 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 interesting. And that was that was at the beginning of you kind of learning about this or being coming interested? No, I had already been interested, but that was that was a big challenge because it was a creature who could not talk to me. Right. Um we didn't have I mean there was no common language there other right. than I saw he was paralyzed. I do he speak uh, I do I do speak uh, um uh, squirrel. Do you? 
squeakity squeak squeaker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the cartoon version. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's from Emperor's New Groove. Right. I learned a little bit on it. But no, no, the the it, it was just every time that I did something and I researched it, and either people got better. My children got better. My kids knew how to swallow pills. They could swallow pills when they were three years old. That's good. That's um, good. Well, I gave them, you know, herb capsules, and and my my kids were always healthy. Right. But I, I fed them healthy foods and um, lots of herbs and supplements as needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the uh, the marijuana, the legal marijuana and stuff? I think it was about time that that happened. Is it? Does it have actual medicinal? Are are those are those for, are those truthful? I believe that they are. What are some of the top ones? Um, using something like Rick Simpson oil for treatment of cancer. Uh, what is what is what did you say? Using something like Rick Simpson oil. There's a guy named Rick Simpson who um, created a whole plant extract. Oh, okay. Like using even the root of the marijuana plant, using mm-hmm, all of it, mm-hmm. um, and we have, and they've discovered that we have THC receptors in our bodies. THC. Yeah, THC and C- CBD receptors in right. our bodies. So our bodies are clearly made to deal with that. Um, for what exact purposes, I don't know, but people have cured themselves of cancer. Interesting. And and other things. Um, it also helps with appetite. Yeah. And in, insomniacs. It, it gives you the munchies. It can give you the munchies. It, it sure can. I, I remember somebody telling me there's two types of marijuana. There's uh, uh, indica and yeah, sativa. In, uh, yeah, sativa and indicouch. And the couch, that's right. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> like that's, that. All, that's how I remembered it. You know, there's one that's that makes you run up down the street and mow right. everybody's lawn, and the other one that puts you in the couch to eat all the Taco Bell at late at night. And all the chips that went through the cracks in yeah, the couch. Yeah, yeah. Look at, look at the, <laughs> yep, absolutely. The desperation. Well, at the, at the end of every show, um, I like to uh, hold people on for as long as I can, and then... What I like to ask you is, because uh, we're coming up on our on our minutes here, is I like to ask you, uh, what is your um, foundation of life? What what kind of supports you individually every day, and, and helps you, you know, accomplish and move forward? Um, Easy. What do you got? My family, my friends, and my God. Your family, your friends, and your God. That's it. Well, that's the, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to, um, art, do you have any art or do you have any abilities to do art? I consider the healing stuff, uh, part of the arts, healing so arts. if you're going to make a dinner to describe your foundation of life, what, what would that, and we're all getting ready to sit down, your family's getting ready to sit down and eat. What would that dinner look like? It would look like a new year's dinner that I put together a while back, I asked everybody who was going to attend what their favorite dish was. Like the last meal before you? I made, I got everything that everybody wanted. That would be fun. How cool would that be? It was very cool. Whoa, so multiple dishes. Well, I mean, it was like, you know, somebody wanted prime rib, they wanted roast beast. Right. And then somebody else wanted lobster well they didn't get the full lobster but i i, I did lobster bisque you had the lobster booty 
I got I got lobster bisque. Yeah, lobster and, bisque. And um, and a little extra lobster to put in the bisque. Sure. And yeah, um, yeah I, I just did. That's so nice. What, the, what they? I bet you're an awesome mom. What do your kids say about you? To my face. <laughs> <laughs> it depends if they're happy with me or not so happy with yeah. me. Usually pretty good. It's good. Usually, it's, usually it's good. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you feel like you feel like you did the right things with them, guys. I did the best I knew how. Yeah. That's, that's, what else can you hope for? That's it. I wake up every day hoping that you know I'm not gonna yell or scream or hug too hard or you know I'm trying not to fail them. You know. Yeah, all you can do is just you know you just keep loving them and and letting them know that they're loved. Kids are definitely important. They're a reflection of our success in life. I agree. Now, I, you know, I, my children are all, all three of them very different. But, um, yes, yeah, really interesting that they came from the same parents. That's cool. They did come from, all three are from the same parents. Yeah, that's cool. They can have that, they can have that g genetic bond. Yeah. You know, uh, blended families can be a little, little trickier when they have one parent and not another parent, you know. I've heard. I've heard that that's challenging. Well, I, I think we've come to the end of the podcast. I'm so like super thankful uh, for Marlisa to join us today. Um, I've been excited to have the first female on my <laughs> podcast show and, uh, you know, a champion of, of women uh, for sure. Um, and I just want to say thank you and that uh, uh, hopefully we'll get you back here, you know, in, in some, some amount of time and we can hear about your accomplishments and that would actually, that would actually be really wonderful um there's a, a lot to talk about especially with another campaign season coming i'm not planning on running for office this time around but i am working with an organization called the ignite foundation mm -hmm. who um is actually looking for candidates mm -hmm. to help mm -hmm. um mostly patriotic type um constitutional type candidates um, people who actually will uphold the Constitution, who will actually do what they say they will do, mm -hmm. so that when you vote for them, when you get, when they do what they say they'll do, there's no surprises. Mm -hmm. We'll just keep burning that fire. Don't I'll give up. I won't give up. This uh, podcast is proudly sponsored by Mave Foundation Repair, and i like to thank you for joining us at the Foundation Nation. Please like, subscribe. You can find us on the Foundation Nation Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and anywhere you find a podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Foundation Nation. You can find us anywhere podcasts are available. If you would like to hear more conversations like this, please subscribe to Foundation Nation. And if you have any comments or suggestions on future topics or guests, just let us know. Please join us next time as we continue to search for the foundations of life.